Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Alofis, Yoradea, Eric Shaney, Hilchis Sadaka, Alofa Bays. We're in the middle of the paragraph that begins with the words, Kizeh Iker Hashlemus Shokol Ha'olamus. I apologize for the late start. I have the privilege of being a Sunday at a bris this morning in about an hour, Yitzhashem, in Beit Shemesh. And I drove to Beit Shemesh, and the, the whole ride was lightning speed until the next to the last block. <laughs> major, major Peacock City. Obstacle course. But Chazda Hashem was starting exactly when Hashem wanted us to start. What will bring about the complete perfection of all of the worlds is when we, through our efforts down here on earth, succeed in filling in what's lacking, what's missing in the moon. Through our awakening from down below here on earth, our initiative, our actions. <clears throat> Because this is the real benefit of tzedakah and what makes it so significant. Because this person who has fallen into a state of poverty, that person re resembles the the moon which fell into a state of poverty. The moon which was originally a big, big wig uh, a, a lantern like the sun, when Hashem first created them, it says, and then the moon lost a major part of its light. And what caused that original drop in the light of the moon, and what causes the moon to be deficient, is when there is a lack of isarusa de lesata on our part down here below, when we are not providing enough energy. And therefore, since we are the cause of the problem, the problem can only be resolved through us. We have to fix it. Because if Hashem will step in and fix the problem, meaning Hashem will go in and do a fix all by himself, the original problem comes back. The, yachse, the, the original complaint, and that shortage, that deficiency will go back to what was, was originally. Because the whole, the, the problem, this deficiency in the light of the moon was brought about as a result of the fact that there was no Isarusa de Lesato. The Sifre Kabbal explained this, that Hashem, the way Hashem operates normal standard procedure is, we make a move, Hashem makes a move. When that happens, it's healthy, it's good. Shuvu elai v'ashuvu eilechem. Harchev picha v'amalehu. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. But when Hashem first created the world, and there we, we weren't, we didn't exist, there was no one to generate isarusa v'lesato. 
So whatever took place, took place only in the form of Hashem doing everything himself, in quotes, without us making any real tangible contribution. And that's what caused the problems. That's what caused the Shrira Sakelim. That's what caused the Mir Talavona. So the only way to correct that is by us generating Isarusa de Lesata. That's what was lacking. So therefore, when there is poverty in Klal Yisrael, when someone is poor, which, is, which represents a physical manifestation of that deficiency in the moon, because remember, the moon represents Klal Yisrael. The other nations are represented by the sun. We are represented by the moon. It's as if Hashem cannot be the one to step in and, and fill the lack. Because the problem will go back to what it was originally. If, if the repair is going to be done through without Yisrusa, you didn't fix anything. Because this, this concept of filling in the Levana is dependent especially on us. You have an example of a, a father trying to teach a child how to ride a bicycle or how to walk. The Baal Shem is the example of walking. First, the parents, the two parents, take hold of both hands and they tell the baby, get up, stand up. And the baby's afraid, afraid to stand, never stood up before, trying, trying, and, and pulls himself standing up and not falling down because the parents are holding both hands. And they say, now walk. And the baby's afraid to walk, but they gently pull the baby along and the baby's taking steps and giggling and laughing. Wow, this is going so well, so great. And they do that for a couple of rounds. And then it becomes time to let go of one hand because the, the baby, because you don't want the baby to, they're not going to hold the baby's both hands throughout his life. He's going to have to learn how to walk or whether riding a bicycle, same thing. At first, the parent holds on tightly, you know, said so that the child can't fall. It's the sarusa de la The child doesn't have to really do almost anything. But at a certain point, in order for that child to learn how to walk or how to ride that bicycle, the parent has to let go. And, and, and it's scary. It's scary at first. But then suddenly the child sees, wow, I can do it myself. That's called growth. That's called maturity. That's shlemus. Without that, it's not shlemus. A person who can only walk by people holding their hands is obviously not shlemus. And this is why Hashem puts such great emphasis on this mitzvah of giving tzedakah. Because Hashem wants very, very much to get the Shechina out of Golos, which means to get Klal Yisrael out of Golos and to fill in that which is lacking from the Levana, to, to restore the Levana to its original full light. However, it's as if Hashem cannot do this for us. 
we must do this for ourselves. Bebechinas, as the Gemara says, hakol bidei shamayim, chutz shamayim. Everything is in the hands of Hashem, everything Hashem controls, except yira shamayim. That's up to you. You've got to work on your yira shamayim. You've got to do it. Shehi bechinas malchus, chokhmatato, shenikres yiras shamayim, we know that Yira is synonymous with Malchus. You have the famous wording in the Mishnah, So when the Gemara says, It means everything is in Hashem's hands, except Hashem's Malchus. That's up to us. We are the ones who are Mamlech Hashem. Remember the Gemara says, If a person walks into a room, and says, look at my muscles, look how strong I am. I'm a gibor, right? Yes, gibor is up to me. And all the other qualities, a person doesn't need somebody else. But malchus, I am a ruler, a ruler over who? Who are you ruling over? So it's the am, it's the people that make the king into a king. We are the ones who are mam Hashem. Yisroel mam which is called Yira Shemaim, as Rabbi Nazar makes reference to this in Torah Choftes and Likudim Ram. Meaning that this is really not in Hashem's hands to a certain degree. Because the ability to take the Shekhinah out of Golis and to fill in this deficiency in the moon is dependent on an awakening from below, this Arusa de on our part. The Gemara says, A person who's imprisoned usually cannot release themselves from prison. They need somebody else to get them out. And that Gemara, the Sifrei Kabbalah mentions regarding Hashem, that Kaviochel, when the Shekhinah is in prison, the Shekhinah cannot get it. We have to get the Shekhinah out of Golis. <clears throat> because when there's only when Hashem is doing everything for us and we're doing nothing, then the original complaint comes up. Then what? What's our raison d'être? What, what? What? What do we need to? How do we? Why do we deserve to live? What are we doing to be worthy of living if we are not doing our part? This is the incredible benefit of Tzedakah. When a person gives stalker to a poor person, he's performing an act of kindness with Hashem. He's doing Hashem a favor. What do we mean? Hashem wants very much to support this poor person and give him what he needs to, to, to live. However, it's out of Hashem's hands, Kaviocho. As the Gemara says in Tainus, page 25, regarding Rabbi Elozab and Pedos, 
The Gemara says that he was very extremely, extremely poor. And one time he started crying, started crying like Hashem, how, how far can this go? How extreme can this poverty be? And he fell asleep and he heard a Vasco that said, would you like me to destroy the world and create it anew? And maybe in the new world, maybe you won't be poor. Maybe you'll be rich. Maybe you'll be okay. So Rabbi Elaz ben Pedas said, how much longer do I have to go? If I have a long, a long set, then go ahead. Destroy it. If not, I'll handle it. So it says, Kaviochel Hashem flicked him like a loving flick, a spark came out of him, you know, that Hashem wasn't, loved his answer. I remember hearing this from Rav Rosenfeld 50 years ago, approximately, hearing this Gemara, and Rav Rosenfeld said that Tikkunei Zoyar puts, puts the lights on in this Gemara. What, what do you mean destroy the world? Destroy every person is a world. Hashem said, would you like me? Let's end this Gilgal you'll come back again in a different Gilgul, and maybe in a different Gilgul, you'll be rich. In di different Gilgul, and people are in different st statuses. So he said, how much longer do I have to go? If it's not that long, I'll handle it. If it's long, I'm ready for the next round. Because since at that point in time, Rabbi Elazar ben Pedas was poor, it's because he's plugged into the Levana, and the Levana is in a state of poverty, and he's one of those people who's feeling it. And since he's coming from there, therefore, it's not possible for what his needs to be accommodated, to be taken care of, other than through human beings down here on earth. Through an awakening from down below. Because again, if Hashem's going to give it to him, we didn't solve the problem. The only thing that solves this deficiency of the moon is Isarusa de Lesato. A is from down below. This is what the Pasuk says initially, Malve Hashem Dao. That a person who is Dao, a person who's generous, who's gracious to a poor person, he gives that person support, he's, he becomes Hashem's lender. He's lending to Hashem. Kaviochal Hashem becomes indebted to that person. A person who gives stalker to an Ani, he's stepping in for Hashem. He's saying, Hashem, I know you can't, you can't solve it. I'll, I'll do it for you. It's as if he's lending to Hashem. And it's as if he's performing an act of kindness for Hashem. What do you mean? What The answer is to help take Hashem's Shekhinah out of Golos, to help Elevate the Shekinah to help make a tikkun for the world by restoring the light of the moon. Any questions? Just a clarification: the the moon's how do how do I see within the moon's taina that it's not possible for true true malachim to serve serve? 
the case in front. How do I see in there that that is a lack of Israel Where? How do I unpack that? Good question. Just a moment. In a previous paragraph, Rav Nosson had said, this is what's meant by EF that they should both be equal. They should both share one crown. One crown, meaning one faucet. Which, which faucet? The faucet from upstairs. The Isarusa Galeila faucet. Because if everything could function from that one faucet, that Isarusa Galeila, the Levana wouldn't have had any complaint, wouldn't, wouldn't have had to go down. Because Isarusa Galeila is constant. The flow from above is constant. And everything would have been Bishlamus. But the Levon itself came and complained that that's not possible. That's not possible because the world was created for the sake of Bechira. The whole underlying purpose in the creation world was Bechira. And Bechira means Isarusa de Lesata. Bechira means that I'm being given some choice. I have to make a move, that it's not everything being done for me. You follow? Rav Nosson Sal is preparing us for next year. We just finished. Today is Monday morning, and on Friday we had Shavuos. We just finished Sfira Soimer on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night, and Friday we had Shavuos. Rav Nosson says, now let me explain to you the whole concept of Sfira before Shavuos. When the Jews came out of Mitzrayim on that night of the 14th of Nisan, it was as a result of an incredible high-level blast of light from above. As the Arizal explains this in the pre Chaim in the Shar Chagamatzah's Mitzrayim. That's what blasted us out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was an incredible, powerful sitrachra, that had enslaved the Jews for hundreds of years. And the Gemara says, no slave ever escaped from there. And you see how stubborn Paroi was. But Hashem turned on the lights so brightly that it was enough to blast us out of Mitzrayim. However, it was coming from a place of Isarusa de la only. There was very, very little merit that we had to deserve to be taken out at that time. It's not that there was nothing, but it was very little. It was 99.9% Isarusa de Leila. The little bit of good deeds that we had at the time, the Gemara says we didn't change our names, different things. It wasn't enough to qualify for us to be able to be allowed to get out. And therefore, Although it was a very bright light that Hashem turned on at that time, this super high level, the Pesach says the Jews went out of Mitzrayim, and the word chamushim is spelled with out of love. So it could be read chamishim, meaning that Hashem drew a light 
from the Shar HaChamishim, from that highest, highest level of Rachmim, to be able to, Shehu Seichel Elyoin Ma'oi, the very high level of Seichel, B'chinas Choch Ma'ilah. Afal Pikin, however, despite that, Oyo Behefrech, that great light had to shut down almost immediately afterwards. It could only be turned on for a very short, limited period of time and then disappear. In order to enable us to be able to receive Hashem's light in a controlled, healthy, methodical way, through our efforts down below, in order to make a very good, healthy connection between the Chachmatato, which is Malchus, which is us, and the Chachma Ilo, that great light of Hashem. Because it's only, especially our efforts down below here that can bring about this union <coughs> between the Chochma Ilon and the Chochma Tato, between Chochma and Malchus, between Hashem and the Shekhinah. And this is what we're involved in doing during those 49 days of Yomer. He taketh the Yomer Rishon Shal Pesach. As is brought in the Kisvi Arizal. The night of Pesach, that tremendous bright light is turned on. It lasts through the night and the morning, and then it's gone. It disappears. And then it's up to us to wake up and to realize, now it's my move. Now I have to take the initiative. To do what? To start putting in our personal effort to purify ourselves and to sanctify ourselves from all of that baggage that we took out of Mitzrayim with us, all of that tumah. <clears throat> In order to be able to attach <coughs> all of the chachma and simsum that exists in this world, to be able to plug it into the chachma ilah, to the Torah. And this is what takes place on that first day of, of, of uh, Pesach, when they did the, the mitzvah of Hanofa Soimer, lifting up this measure of barley and moving it in all six directions. Because the Oimer, which was brought from barley, represents the lower level Chachman that's found in this world, all of the Chachmas of this world. Because it's brought in the Zohar Kodesh, in the section where Moshe Rabbeinu speaks. Moshe Rabbeinu is called the Raya Mehemna. That the two loaves of bread that were brought on Shavuos, the Shtei Alechem, that had to be from wheat. 
And that, that corresponds to human beings. Because wheat is a higher level grain that's associated with humans. The oimer soirim, whereas this measure of barley, the Gemara refers to barley as a lower level grain that's associated with behemoth. Because the, the Hashem's light, the chius, that, that's cloaked in, in this physical materialistic world is referred to as behema compared to Hashem's light in the upper, the chachma ilah, that higher level chachma, which is referred to as Adam. There's a pasuk zois ha-Torah Adam. The Torah is referred to as Adam. The lower level chachmas of this world are all referred to as behema compared to the real chachma satorah. And by us lifting up this oimer of barley, what we're doing is we're lifting up and elevating all of the fallen chachmas of this world, the lower level chachmas, which come from chachmatato, they come from malcha, they come from the, the smallest level of holiness, which spreads itself over the entire world, even in the level of animals, and it sustains everything in this world, the birds, the animals, the trees, the human beings, the chachma that's found in this world. And through this act of lifting up this oimer of soyrim, lifting it up to Hashem, in all the different directions. The Gemara says that we move this, this, this pile of, of, of grain that we're holding in our hands, we put it out and bring it back in to show that we recognize that we're, we're, we're connecting it to the master of the world, whom all four directions belong to him. We lift it up and lower it, towards Hashem, who rules above and below. What we're doing is we're lifting up all of the chachmais of this world, the science and the mathematics and the medicine and the music, all of those things, which are referred to as behemius compared to the high-level chachma of Torah. We're connecting all of it to Hashem. We're showing that it's not medicine is an independent thing that, that's based on nature and nature. It's Hashem. What are you talking about? What gives this antibiotic the ability to do what it needs to do? It's the Hashem inside. It's the toiv inside of it. Anything and everything exists only from Hashem. By doing this, we're elevating the Chachmatato, which is the Malchus, which is the Shekhinah, and, and at connecting it to Chachma And that's why it's from that day when they brought this Oimer Soirim, 
That's where we start this count, this count of 49 days. We want to be able to connect all the days and the hours, which are all tzimtzumim. They're all constrictions, vessels uh, that are part of the chachmatato, which is sustaining this world. We want to We want to connect it all to this mitzvah of lifting up the oimer. We want to make that union between the lower level melech, the malchus, and the upper melech, the chachma. Which is accomplished through this mitzvah of Hanofa Soimer. Because these 49 days that we count to the Omer, they represent all of the constrictions of the Chachmas of this world, all of the limitations and the boundaries and the, the measurements of the Chachmas of this world, which originate from Chachma Ilah. They will draw their, their energy from Chachma Ilah. Because we know that there are 50 levels of Bina. The 50th level is something that's way above and completely hidden from us down below here. That 50th level, another term for that would be this Chachma Ilah that's way above everybody. There's a Pasuk in Tilin that says, ma'at that Moshe Rabbeinu was missing a drop from Hashem. And the Gemara says, what does that mean? It means Hashem is 50, and Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49 out of the 50. Barboim v'tisho sh'orim, heim b'chinas ha-tzimtzumim, shem is tzamtzim ha-chochmo iloh, al-yidei arboim v'tishoponim. The 49 gates of Bina correspond to the different simsumim of this Chachma Ilah, this super high level Chachma, gets packaged in 49 different packages that are called the 49 Memtes Ponim Shel Torah. We usually speak about Shivim Ponim Shel Torah, but in the Gemara, those that learned Daf Yoimi about 50, 60 pages back, it mentioned there this term Arboim Vitesha 49 Ponim of Torah. <clears throat> which are represented by these 49 days, 49 measures. This refers to all the different types of tzimtzumim, kalim, of the chokhmatato that it needs in order to be able to receive from that chokhmatilah, from that unformatted light, that light that's, you know, super. These 49 days, these 49 measures are dependent on us, our actions. 
When we fulfill the will of Hashem, then those 49 pipes can receive a tremendous flow of light from Hashem. And then it becomes 49, 49 faces of purity. Because again, the Gemara speaks about and we know there were the 49 levels of Tomo in Mitzrayim. And the opposite, when our actions are not right, when we're not fulfilling the will of Hashem, then the other side, the Sitrachra, draws Chiyus from there. And then the 49 levels of Tuma receive the light when we are not fulfilling the Ratzon of Hashem. And that's why we have to count these 49 days. By doing this, we're trying to avail ourselves and to draw upon ourselves holiness. How? By attaching, connecting everything to Hashem, acknowledging Hashem. By making that connection between lower Chachma and, and Chachma Ilah. By connecting the 49 to the 50. And this is the whole concept of this counting, that we're counting the days. Because when we go up there to the Chachma to that Shar HaChamishim, to that Keser, over there, there is, there are no numbers. It says in the Sefi Yitzira, Lifnei Echod Mato Sefer. Before one, what do you count? <clears throat> Over there, there are no tzimtzumim, there are no days, there are no measures. Over there, it's above the concept of time. And the concept of numbers doesn't apply there at all. The concept of counting. The whole concept of numbering and counting <coughs> applies only down below in this world where there's tzimtzumim, the chokhmatato, <coughs> when Hashem created the world. In the beginning, Hashem created heaven and earth. What day? What? No day, no day. Then Hashem said, let there be light, there was light, and then Yoy that, that begins the numbering system, the counting. Sheshom kol hayomem v'amidois. It's within Chochmatato that you have all of the days and measurements. Veshom shayach sfira. That's where counting comes into being. V'alkein soifren sfira soimer, k'dei lekasher b'chinas hasfira. We want to attach and bind this physical world with the measures and the days and the constrictions. We want to connect it to the Oymer, 
שהוא בחינס הסחפרוס חוכמתתו בחוכמאילו, which is the, this connection between the lower level חוכמה and the upper level חוכמה. נמצא שבכל ימי הספירו הוא בחינס איסרוסא דלסטו. So during these 49 days of Yomer, the emphasis is on us. We have to count. We have to say the Sphira. And those that say the Tfilas before Sphira, the Rebbein Hashem and the Hirots and after, we, say, we beg Hashem there, that each and every one of us wants to purify ourselves and sanctify ourselves to get out of one of the 49 levels of Tumah and enter into one of the 49 levels of holiness. In order to lift up and attach the lower level Chachma to the upper level Chachma. We want to attach the days and the constrictions, which are the numbers, which are Chachma Tato, to connect it all to Hashem, what aspect of Hashem? Lebechinas chachma ilo. Ibe'emes uloichad. Because in reality, Hashem echad, ushmoi echad. It's all really one. Ki chachma ilo vechachma tato be'emes uloichad. It's one thing, it's chachma. Ilo, tato, it's the same, it's that part of that oneness. And then on Shavuos, on the 50th day, we're to receive the Torah. The Torah is this the 50th gate. And that's when both of these come together. As Rabbeinus Al writes there in chapter 91 in the second half of the Kutimran, which this halacha is based on, Rabbeinus Al begins there, that Hashem connected Eloikim, which is Malchus, to S from Aleph to Tov, which is the Chochma Iloh. That Pasik is referring to day number 50, the holiday of Shavuos. As Rabbeinazal interprets this Pasik over there in Torah Tzadik Aleph, which took place through Matan Torah. Because as a result of the Torah being given to us down here on this lowly world, that gives us earthlings down here swimming in our the ability to connect how? By us down here in this world studying the Torah and fulfilling the Torah. That's how we connect Chochmatato to Chochmilo. Talidea Torah, 
מקשרן כל החוכמס והחיוס של זרע אוילון להשם יסבורך. Because the Torah gives us the ability to connect everything in this world to Hashem. We mentioned in the beginning of the halacha, tzitzis, we're taking wool, gashmius, wool that's on a sheep, and we're using that to do mitzvah. We're connecting it, plugging it into elokus, divine light. Leather, we're taking the hide of an animal, and we're turning it into elokus. We're making a brach on food. We're saying Hashem's name on the food. We're making this union between Chochmatato and Chochmoilov, between the mouthless of Hashem, the lowest aspect of Hashem that's in this world, connecting it to the top. Shazeh b'chinas ischabrus Chochmatato b'chochmoilov. V'alkein klal ha-toyro nikreis tztokom. And now you understand why the Pasuk refers to the entire Torah as tzedakah, as it says clearly in Chumash Dvarim, it will be considered a tzedakah for us if we will fulfill all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Because this is what the whole Torah, what the whole Yiddishkeit is really all about. It's connecting which we had shown that that's what Stoka is all about. The Oni, the Oni who's in this fallen state, he's this Chachmatato, and through our Isarus al-Sata, for us taking our money and being mashpia to him, we're lifting him up, we're lifting him out of his Anius, we're lifting him up and connecting him and the whole world to this Chachma Ilah. This chapter one in Likute Moran, if you recall, chapter one is the beginning, the beginning of all the Torah Aleph in Likute Moran. Rabbeinu Zalveh speaks about the sun and the moon. He speaks about Chachma and Malchus. And he says Chachma is the letter Ches, Malchus is the letter Nun. Now note, the Pesach in Chumash says, Tisperu Chamishim Yoim, count 50 days. That's the wording of the Pesach. The first letters of Tisperu, Chamishim Yoim, spell the word Ches, the letter Ches, Ches Yotov. That's this 50, that's the number 50, counting the 50. We count for, and Rabbeinazal says there, but you can't, you can't get to the Ches. The Ches is Chochma, you can't get there because it's so high a light, you have to start with Malchus. Lifnei Shemesh, Yinoin Shemo, you need the letter Nun. Again, that's this nun, that's this 50 days, that, that's this tisperuch hamishim yoyim. It's connecting the ches and the nun, the sun and the moon, the male and female, That's what the entire Yiddishkeit is all about. That's the foundation of the whole Breslov Hasidus and of the whole Yiddishkeit, literally. That's what it's really all about, this tremendous union. Any questions? Question, moment. What's the difference between the Binyan HaMalchus via the Sfira Saomer between Pesach and Shavuos and the Binyan HaMalchus between Rosh Hashanah and Simchas Torah? When it's in Yonam of Binyan HaLavana, Mir Talavana takes place. The Likuti Halachas brings both here 
one after the other. What's the difference? We don't do twice a year the same thing. The answer is yes, obviously there are differences. Number one, we're doing it through completely different procedures. Although there is a very serious Kesher between Shavuos and Rosh Hashanah, which Rabbein Zal speaks about, Rabbein Zal speaks about many times. On, in the Shmon Esrei, on Rosh Hashanah, the Musa Shmon Esrei, one of the major, major paragraphs there is, Ato Negleso Ba'anan Al Har Sinai. Hashem, you revealed yourself to us in that glorious cloud on Mount Sinai. We tell the whole story of Matan Torah on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah and Shavuos share a lot in common. Remember, one of the reasons why it's called Rosh Hashanah is Milosh Shena, that every year the Satan tries to impose a new sleep on the world to put us to sleep again, forget what our mission is and get us to sleep through another year. And Rosh Hashanah, it's all about staying awake, waking up, staying awake. The shofar is an Allah, is blessed. Wake up, Uru Yeshena Mishnaschem. And the Gemara says, a person who sleeps by day on Rosh Hashanah, his mazel asleep for the whole year. That's the message on Rosh Hashanah, and that's the message on Shavuos. Shavuos is all about waking up, staying up all night, because the Jews slept late when it came to Matan Torah. We see there are similarities, in order to understand the details between the differences between Binyan Amalchus on Rosh Hashanah, from Rosh Hashanah, from El Rosh Hashanah through Shmini Atzeres, versus from Pesach to Sfira Soimer, study the writings of the Arizal in depth, in detail. The Arizal obviously goes into it much in, in detail, explaining what's going on Kabbalistically. And they're obviously not identical. They're not, there are obviously differences. Another question. More on the night of the Seder as well as on Rosh Hashanah before the Shofar, we have this undeserved big light, and then we need to work <coughs> to earn it during Sphira, during the month of Tishrei, until after Sukkot. What's the difference? The, the, the answer is again that, that on, on, uh, on Rosh Hashanah, I don't recall. I don't recall hearing this concept of this undeserved light. That we hear about on the Leil HaSeder, I don't recall that, that concept related to Rosh Hashanah. I recall the different explanations that Hashem imposes a sleep in order to be able to sever. Originally, Hashem and the Shekhinah are back-to-back, -back, like Odom and Chava were created back-to-back, -back, like Siamese twins. And Hashem had to slice them apart in order for them to be able to turn around and form a yuchud upon him, upon him. Again, when we, the more we learn Likut HaLochas, where we're going to see places where Abnosan Zal gives a major description of what's going on during that period from Rosh Hashanah through Shemini Yatzeres, what's going on from Pesach to Shavuos, hopefully we'll get more and more clarity on this. We'll hold it over here for now. We still have a little bit more to complete this halacha, and Yetz Hashem will complete it tomorrow. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. A sandik is a big privilege, and a sandik has a, a koyach of bracha. Hashem should give all of us the brachas, the yeshuas, the refuas, the simchas that we need, especially the final geula, b'mheir b'yameinu, amen v'yameinu. Amen.